Hello, and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis, and I'm recording this on the early evening of July the 1st, 2020. Now, for those of you who aren't Canadian or don't know any Canadians, this is Canada Day. So happy Canada Day to all my listeners who happen to have the same nationality that I do. I'm a pretty proud Canadian. I like my country. I feel quite strongly about it. Not in a rah-rah kind of way, in a sort of typically Canadian, understated fashion. There's an old joke that says, how do you find a Canadian on a crowded bus? And the answer is, you step sequentially on everyone's toes, and the first person to tell you that he's sorry is a Canadian. Aha. So when I woke up this morning, it was a nice sunny day. I'm at my cottage in the Madawaska Highlands in central Ontario. Beautiful sunny Canada day. And I boot up my computer, look at the cbc.ca website to see all these messages about how wonderful a country Canada is. And what do I hear? Not a single story, first thing this morning, recognized the achievements, the accomplishments that my country has had over its 153-year history. Because today is our 153rd birthday. Not an old country by Western standards, let alone countries in the Middle East that have been around for thousands of years. Maybe not in the, in the current form, but civilization goes back at least 10,000 years. And I was a little bit miffed at that. A little bit pissed off, to be perfectly, to be perfectly honest. I read all kinds of articles about defunding the police and Black Lives Matter and tearing down statues and how Canada has really a lot wrong going with it. Of course, we're suffering from COVID-19 like the rest of the world is. I want to push back a little bit on that today. I would like to think that at least on one day a year, one day a year, Canadians can say, hey, we've done something right. It's not for nothing that millions of people want to emigrate to Canada. They wouldn't immigrate here if we were a shithole country like Donald Trump seems to think half the world is. There is something here we've built. Is it perfect? Of course it's not perfect. No country is perfect. Do we have issues we have to work through? Absolutely. But why is it that on the nation's birthday, There are those that choose to emphasize the bad and not the good. Again, I'm not saying there aren't things that don't need to be addressed. Absolutely, there there are lots of them. But we need to set aside that at least one day a year to celebrate the social experiment that's Canada. And this being a podcast on terrorism, I want to draw it back to that. I'm working on a book here and there. It seems other projects are drawing me away. I think it'll be the first year in six years I don't publish a book unless I get my button gear between now and December. And this book is a look at the history of terrorism in Canada, from Confederation, 153 years ago, to the present day. And what I have found in my research, a lot of which, of course, focuses on my career at CSE and CSIS, Communication Security Establishment and the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, where I focused on counterterrorism in Canada, is that when you look at all the acts of violence that have taken place in Canada, in Canada, for the last century and a half, you'd be hard-pressed to find more than 20 acts that would constitute an act of terrorism. Now, there may be some quibbling on the edges. Is this an act of terrorism? Is this an act of hate? Is this some other kind of crime? We can have those arguments another day. But even if I grant you that there's two dozen or slightly more acts of terrorism that have occurred in 150 years, you do the math. That's about one act of terrorism every six to seven or eight years. That's not a lot. You've heard my podcast and before, you've read my blogs, I'm sure, where I focus on terrorism around the world. 24 deaths from terrorism is a good morning in Afghanistan in 2020. Just read an article this morning that said that 
Over the past six months alone, hundreds of Afghans have been killed in hundreds of attacks. The same thing in Nigeria. You can see the same thing in Iraq and Syria and a number of other countries around the world that suffer terrorism, if not on a daily basis, then probably on a weekly or monthly basis. And here we live in a country where we don't suffer from an act of terrorism on a yearly basis, on average, over the past 150 years. It's gotten a little bit more frequent since the 1970s, but still, you get my point. We in Canada are a relatively safe country. We do not suffer from terrorism to a disproportionate or inordinate extent. It is a very, very rare occurrence in this country. And I'm sure there's all kinds of reasons for that that I'm not going to get into today. Maybe there's things about social cohesion. Maybe there's things about underlying poverty or whatever. These, these terms that keep getting thrown about that explain terrorism. Nothing explains terrorism except for the fact that somebody is ideologically motivated to kill somebody else. That's what terrorism is. All the reasons why and the, and the background and the causes and the motives, all that stuff is, is, is very, very temperamental. It differs from person to person to person. And for whatever reason, we here in Canada haven't suffered a lot from it. We should recognize that fact. Rather than bemoan all the mistakes we've made, of which there have been many. Again, I'm not dismissing or underselling this, you know, what, what Black Lives Matter uh, movement wants or what the people who criticize the police want or heaven forbid what the people who criticize my own organization, CSIS and CSE, about. They have points to make, and they can make those points. That's the, that's the beauty of a democracy, a free system. But I wish sometimes people would sit back and take in the bigger picture. When they wake up on Canada Day, and they focus on nothing but the negative, can they not just take a look around them? I mean, even look just south of the border, United States. And I'm not dumping on the Americans, but their violent extremism problem is orders of magnitude worse than ours here in Canada. Let alone what's happening in parts of Western Europe and, God forbid, what's happening in parts of Africa and Asia. Those countries are off the scale when it comes to violent extremism. We're not here in Canada. So when I read articles that say, oh, we've had this rise in right-wing activity online in Canada, we should all be afraid. Panic, panic, hit the panic button and call, call 911. Again, sit back. Take a breath. Have a drink if you need to. Because the bottom line is 99.99% of all the idiot wankers online who support right-wing extremism or jihadist ideology or Antifa or fill-in-the-blank extremism, couldn't organize a piss-up in a bar. They've got no capability. They have no real intent. They just like to sound like a big man on campus online. They potentially pose a threat to us because anybody potentially poses a threat to anybody else. Anyone can wake up one morning and for whatever reason grab a knife off the shelf or God, get into a car and run down a busy street in Toronto or Montreal or Vancouver. It's not rocket science. But the truth is, very few do. There's no relationship between online activity and offline real-world act, real activity. I saw this at CSIS. All kinds of people that we followed under investigations and we got warranted intercept on what they were saying online. They all sounded like Bin Laden times 10. And the vast majority of them were inept wankers. They were completely incapable. And I wish people realized that when you get these panicky articles on cbc.ca about, oh, the boogaloo is north of the border. Yeah, sure it is. But the vast majority of boogaloo guys in Canada are, I'll use the term again, inept wankers that couldn't organize a piss up in a bar. We have to keep reminding ourselves of that. Canada is a relatively safe country when compared to many other countries in the world. So here's my wish for you at the end of Canada Day 2020. Recognize the fact that, warts and all, we live in a very, very wonderful country. 
We have wonderful people that live in it who make supreme efforts every day to keep us safe, to keep us healthy, to keep us profitable, to keep us happy. We will work on the problems that we have because no country is bereft of problems. Every country has them. But please recognize that people in Canada have it pretty good. And can we at least once a year, once a year on July 1st, recognize that fact. Celebrate the social experiment that's Canada. Celebrate our accomplishments. Celebrate the fact that we are a country that many people want to choose as their home. My grandparents, both sets of grandparents, chose Canada as their home in the early part of the 20th century. And my story is mirrored by the story of millions of other Canadians. We are a good news story. And I wish we would acknowledge that sometimes. Not in a, an overt sort of, you know, American bragging, out there, boasting, you know, chest thumping kind of way. In a very understated Canadian way. Almost apologetic, like the guy on the bus on whose toes you've just stepped. We've done it, Canada. We've created something that people care about and that people want to emulate. And I think we have to say that. Again, happy Canada Day 2020. I hope your day was great. It's gorgeous weather here in the Madawaska Valley. We're just about to go for an early evening swim to cool off. Happy Canada Day, folks. And I can't wait to Canada Day 2021. Love to hear what you think about my thoughts on Canada Day and Canada as a safe country. You can reach me on email, borealisrescuegmail.com or on Twitter at Borealis Saves. You can also find me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. If you like this content and want to hear more, Go to my webpage, www.borealisthreatenedrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. Give me your email. You'll get a free daily digest every morning, free of charge, no cost, podcasts, blogs, all the other media that I do. Hope to hear from you. Feedback on this episode, as well as ideas for further ones. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.